0: damn,
1: son. Where'd you get this? Wait, so Z100 isn't advocating for vaccines?
2: I mean, it's funny. I feel like when you listen to to more mainstream other radio stations, they barely talk about it. But when you turn on Power 105, Hot 97, that's all you hear uh, during the commercial breaks is, oh, black people, we need to go get vaccinated. And the person usually doing the advertising is is some urban voice, you know, and they're like, (laughs) Yeah, y'all need to go out there and y'all need to do y'all part to stop COVID nineteen. You feel me?
3: And it's just like, yo, who is this targeting? What's
0: up, y'all? I know y'all tired of being in the house, so let's get out there and get vaccinated.
3: One eight hundred Vax.
1: One eight hundred Vax. you, you sitting on the couch. To up. Your ass up. I know you've been doing shit today, smoking and roaches in that in that in the ashtray. Don't get vaccinated.
0: I see DC is now having in in-house classes again, but you can't come in without getting vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, Lincoln Tech. Roll up those
4: sleeves
1: and get vaccinated. Ah, <laughs> uh, alright. Roll up your sleeves and get vaccinated.
0: <laughs> Roll up that sleeve. Let us get at that arm. Guess who's vexed? <laughs> 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 oh man! Guess who's vaxxed? Vaxed on the block with
2: no <laughs> yeah, We gotta, we gotta realize when we're being, uh, when we're, we're being insulted. Actually, as a matter of fact, this reminds me. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, there's a, uh, there's a car commercial that comes on Hot 97 now, and it's like, stop messing around. If you have bad credit,
3: come out to Northeast Kia now. How you think Keisha got that Benz? No How way. you, <laughs> yo? You gotta hear this? yo! You seen Jamal with the Range Rover? How you think he got it? Northeastkia.com. dot
2: com. I'm like, oh my god, like yo,
0: like who the fuck?
2: And I was just yo, I'll that's made
0: up because they're not they're not paying for, for promo.
2: Nah, it's real. Look it up, Northeastkia.com. dot com. You better go out there. If you got bad credit, you got bad credit. You better you better get out there.
1: No free promo. When you somebody's cousin in the in the advertising department. <laughs> yeah,
0: right? See look at it. <laughs> this uh, thing is a plant. Wanna, this thing is a plant. Know,
1: I just wanna know,
2: have you ever met a white girl named Keisha?
0: Kesha. <laughs> 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 uh, and she got a G six, so you already know what's what going <laughs>
1: Exactly. Turn it up like P. Diddy, you know. Oh, shit. Every morning apparently. Never never a dull moment of Kesha. <laughs> you, ever, you ever met a white man named Jamal? <laughs> Actually, oh <my> God. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> there's been. I, I know some white people who have. Um, see, I want to say anything but black sounding names, but <laughs> I can't. I can, like dude. the 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 phrase isn't coming to mind right now. But there's I've definitely um been surprised. Matter of fact, there's a um there's a dude here. Which is really funny because, um, hey, I might as well just do it. Yeah, I live in Florida now. I will have a um a longer thing about this. That
0: applause! That applause. I,
1: don't, I don't have the applause button right now. I'll get more into that on a on a on, a, on another episode. But the point have, is, this
0: is a lame now. He's
1: old. Shane is playing Call of Duty or something. One of the um one of the property managers here. His name is Josh. And uh, just the way he sounded, the way he spoke, I just didn't expect a Puerto Rican dude like once I got here, and I thought that was it was just really funny. <laughs> but yeah, we can't wait for you guys to you know come on in, move your stuff in, you know, get the uh, get it on going, you know. <laughs> I just didn't, I just, I didn't expect that whatsoever. And then like the face just don't match the,
0: the surprise is Josh Gutierrez right. on the other end.
1: He need like a teardrop tattoo or something like that. <laughs> so I mean it's just, that's just what he fits and it's sad, but you
0: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, nah, that reminds me of that um that clip of um when the Avengers need help because Thanos' ship is coming. And uh the video is playing bandoleros with a Tego Calderon and the yeah, walk out, walk out. and the muscle car drives through the ship and it's down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still never turn Damn. you back on family. Yeah. <laughs> that shit had me cry. I like three times in a row. That like <laughs> said,
0: really who needs me?
1: car insurance when you got family?
0: Uh, that reminds me, though, of something. To this day, I was the only person who saw it and it, it makes me feel crazy sometimes. I was in front of my our old high school, and this guy was coming to pick up his kid, but I hear what was it? It wasn't Doo Doo Brown. It was some song like Doo Doo Brown.
1: Put it in your mouth.
0: Nah, nah. It, it 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 had that same kind of Uncle Luke feel, but I can't don't stop. Pop that don't stop. Yeah, like something like that.
1: Oh, like, you, yeah. no
0: Nah, nah, nah. It, it that wasn't out yet, but it was one of those classic songs. Mm-hmm. So let's just roll into the person and say it was Doodoo Brown. So, dude pulls up in this huge, like, escalade to pick up his kid blasting Doodoo Brown. Oh, and it's this Asian dude in, like, uh, like a, a sweater vest. And then the kid jumps in the car and then he turns the shit up and starts dancing and he pulls off. And I swear no one saw it. It was one of the funniest you things. He started popping I his pussy about. before like, he got in the car. He had the shoulders going in the in the driver's <laughs> seat. And, and I'm dying. I'm like, yo, is no one seeing this? And then he just pulls off. I was like, yo. Hey, son, you
1: ready to go? Yeah, I'm shimping <laughs> while I'm saying this. <laughs> Melody.
0: And, you know what?
1: From the streets. His
0: little sweater vest. <laughs> Shake the titties, baby. Yeah. (laughs) That's the worst when you see something like outlandishly funny, but you're the only one there for it.
2: Yeah, next thing you know, his phone rings and he answers it on speaker and it's like Konichiwa. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like the time I saw a dude with like a walking cane, like a blind dude, he hopped over a puddle. I was so mad. I was walking down. I was walking in that corridor between uh, 14th Street between the L and like the one and the two. Mm -hmm. And there was a giant ass puddle. And I'm walking by, and this guy had the the cane, and he's tapping it back and forth, and it taps over the puddle. He didn't tap it in the puddle. Realize there was a puddle. Try to walk around it. No, he tapped it over. Like looked around and jumped over the puddle.
1: Oh nah, was like,
0: nah, no, nah, he was like, "Hey, yo, my man, he's not blind."
1: What you don't understand, my brother, is you're in a corridor. So as he's tapping, he can feel he can feel the puddle <laughs> yeah, coming up. We, like he's feeling. is not like, a well. There's, <laughs> there's, there's an indent. There's an indent in the in the walkway. You feel uh, me?
2: Right. So yeah. you're not familiar with water vibration
1: therapy, my brother. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Didn't you take the daredevil class? Because I took. I took. Yeah. Button,
0: Listen when I say that nigga looked around, bro. A blind nigga
1: <laughs> A blind he's <laughs> <nigga's laughs>
0: not gonna look to see if anyone else is looking at him. Oh, he, 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 just, he just
1: looks at you and put one finger over his mouth. Just...
0: <laughs> it was close to being that, bro. Like I think because I, I had passed by and like so he didn't really catch me, catch me, but I caught him, bro. I saw that nigga look around and jump. <laughs> it would have been some shit if he turned around and was like, they're never going to believe you anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Complete turnaround, turns half his body around <laughs> and looks right at you, bent over <laughs> menacingly. <laughs> it makes me think about when um I had put on a Facebook memory recently, and then as soon as I read it, I remembered it exact. That I was like, <clears throat> I never seen more struggle than a nigga going down the block with one rollerblade on. What? <laughs> what? What? The yo, shit. The shit replayed in my head. <laughs> it's just like yo, nobody sees this. Like he's going down a crowded, crowded street, and nobody sees how crazy that he's kicking and pushing. Like he's a uh, like he's on a, um, a scooter.
0: The, the world's tiniest scooter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but with that said, welcome to all this podcast. Your host, Osum, here, friends. Shane Arthur and I don't know. I mean, you want to? I don't know if you want to do Yosef or, or King Yosef or King what the Yose streets mean? call you nowadays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's why <that's laughs> I checked it was What's King Yosef. Yose in, in the conglomerate, uh, King, Kang, Kang Yosef. Kang Yosef. No, Masa, Kang. Masa Yosef. Masa okay. Yosef to you.
0: Because <laughs> cause we was Kangs. <laughs>
1: That's what I think about every time I hear King, King the Kakaroos is funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yo, that that should change now, bro.
1: <coughs> nah, King Yos is cool, man. Well, right, uh well, I mean we'll start with uh I mean, how y'all feeling, man? What's going on? Like how you know, how's New York, you know? You uh, best no. New York buddies.
0: I mean, New York is... is Yo,
2: this guy's guy talking like he uh, he moved out of New York like 40 years ago.
0: And... I mean, he pretty much did. This nigga, this nigga was here for five seconds and left. He was like, oh, I forgot how the trains work. Where am I?
1: <laughs> right. This, <laughs> this guy's like, the Bronx. Um, someone that? Show
0: me around.
1: That place seems ghetto. Right. Have you tried a chopped cheese, Devon? <laughs> no, now that I don't live in New York, I'm opening the chopped cheese emporium, didn't you know? He
0: said DK. Thirteen ninety nine for chopped
1: <a> cheese. <laughs> oh, you want the, the hero? Seventeen ninety nine. Now
0: <laughs> Nah, they'd buy it, too.
1: No, but uh, New York is cool, man.
2: Uh, I think, you know, everybody pretty much is waiting for the anticipation of who's going to be mayor next. Uh,
1: that sounds crazy.
2: Shane is like, oh, yeah, who gives a shit?
0: <laughs> no, for real, bro. Like, as long yeah, as, if weird. y'all get the trains in order and keep cops from killing people, I'm on board. I don't whatever else. Oh, don't try to take away the fucking uh, Arizona cans, like that other nigga tried to do. Yo, I was so. You said
2: don't ever. Nah, they're man. actually they're actually trying to charge tax at like like a dollar fifty for the Arizona cans in some I'm spots. That's my on. dick.
0: Yes, yeah,
2: exactly. exactly. The tax is eight point nine percent. Uh, nah, nah, it should be a dollar
0: eight, nigga. Prices you know on what? the can, nigga. Listen, it's not you know how you know you're a real New
2: Yorker. Where you where you, you you put the dollar on the table and you walk the fuck out. Yeah,
0: that's so, exactly. Don't
2: wait, you don't wait for the nigga to be
3: like, <laughs> oh, oh, God, excuse <laughs> me, you owe me ten cents.
0: Fuck <laughs> out of here! I don't care what <laughs> you're getting. If you're yo, know, if you're getting something, I'm putting my dollar on the counter and I'm walking out. That's that's not, oh, not no. skipping. That's just the express line, bro.
1: Exactly. You hit, but you, but see, to be respectful though, you don't put your dollar in the middle. You put it on the corner. You know the what corner, I mean? yeah, no, no, no. You put it on the corner. You show them in the can, and then you leave. Exactly. You give a little glimpse of the can. Give them a glimpse of the
2: can, right? Right. You let them see the top.
1: The top. Right now, I don't need no bag. <laughs> I don't, yeah.
2: Oh man, I mean hey man, back in the day I wanted that pe- I wanted that penny back just because but you know.
4: <laughs> I bet you did.
2: <laughs> I'd wow. be like, yo, the can wow. says ninety-nine.
3: And wow. that's not ninety nine. Wow. <laughs>
1: that's a hundred. <laughs> the sun said all oh, you can eat. That's not all I can eat. Well, I'm I'm just to ask, I mean, us being us being taxpaying adults now, I mean, can we say that? Whoever's mayor doesn't really matter Taxing. that
0: much. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I pay
1: my taxes. You let well. your baby mom know.
2: Well, you know, um,
0: I ain't got no kids. I guess
2: yeah, I guess as the older we got, we started to realize, like, you know, the mayoral office really have, you know, as much sway, yeah, especially now, if you look at it, right, with this whole controversy between um, de Blasio and, and the governor, right? It's kind of like, well, who's in charge of what,
1: right? I think this is the first thing that conversation has even been raised, because to be honest with you, again, I don't even know what the fuck the governor does. Right. And then and then I see him sent uh, sunning de Blasio, like... But then to me, it's also like, there's two governors. Is there two governors in each state? I don't even know. There's one governor in each state, but however... Oh.
0: You guys don't know how the system works? Come on. Come on,
2: man. Come on, Devon. you
0: Nah, but this uh, is no, what, there's one this governor each um, everybody outside of America they look down on you guys. They you guys don't even know your own government. What is well, this?
2: Well I think I think I think the thing the thing of the mayor uh we're gonna see is um the mayoral office is um the use of power now with COVID. So for example, Mayor de Blasio now was trying to say uh he wants to mandate more vaccinations and he's encouraging small businesses and private employers now to actually uh force vaccinations. But not to get into the whole COVID thing, but but now this is interesting, right? Like, does the mayor have this right to uh, interfere with small businesses and mandate that small businesses uh, enforce vaccinations?
1: No. I mean, <laughs> what, like, this is supposed to be American land of the free. You come here, the American dream is, you come here, you start your business. What the
0: hell is that? Yo, what? Yo, okay. Yo,
1: real talk. What
4: is that? Yo, was- Robert E.
0: Lee was my grandmama's cousin, baby.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, Zaddy! I just want to set the record straight one time, okay? Donald Trump, Donald Trump is not racist. Y'all, y'all, been back talking and no good in him all, that... all years. And you know he won that election, right? You know who won that. We wanted the, the
0: those damn politicians, no good demon rats. <laughs> change the vote. We were supposed to stop the vote, but also keep counting it at the same damn time.
4: And
3: Welcome why? to Florida. And there's no way that Georgia, the state of Georgia, lost to, to some no-good Democrat. Okay? We're, be- we're borderline racist white Samuel L. Jackson.
4: Because this is how he talk.
3: I'm going to bring back the good old days, you see, because it, y'all sassing. Y'all wouldn't have do, been doing no sassin if It would have fed not, you to the gators, come, here come here down here with the all this fancy dancing pod that's, and casting. That's right. That's right. You tell them. You tell them.
0: <laughs>
1: this is why we can't take intermissions. <laughs>
0: Not, it's not our fault that the clan was knocking on your door telling you to get it!
1: <laughs> no, it's like, I got to leave that part in there.
3: <laughs> New York, and you move to no good, so sassy uh, interracial marriage. You don't and, want your half a Yankee ass down
0: here in our good old swamp.
3: Breathing the white man's clean air, looting and, and stealing and robbing. <laughs> Too Once long. again, we're not racist. I don't like, see, let me tell you something. I don't like that R no, word that y'all ahead. be throwing I don't like go that ahead. R word that y'all be throwing around. Y'all ahead, be throwing that, up. That word, looking down your nose Damn. at me. Looking down your nose at me because, like, I ain't no good. Damn. Like, I ain't no good because we good southern folk. <laughs> good old summer white folk.
1: I just don't we're, want and, you and around one more, my thing, wife's one
3: more thing, we're Christians. We're good Christians. Good Christians care about the Lord and all. That's yes, right. We go to church every Sunday. Every Sunday, and we got a black man there too. <laughs> one black man in the in the choir. He's one of the
0: good ones. <laughs> now you
3: get. Back your thing and you go back to your Yankees. Go back up north
0: with your avocado toast.
3: (laughs) And I heard you got this thing called Starbucks. I don't know what kind of black Black I'm
4: about to pass. <laughs> the clan came back for
3: you. The clan came back for you. Oh, that'll show you. <laughs> Don't you have a pride parade to get to, nagger? <laughs> get em. get em, boys. Bang the door down.
0: <laughs> Come out here right yeah. now. Oh, my like, God. I'm
1: trying to record. Like, am I going upstairs? Like, what's going on? I'm trying to finish my recording. <laughs>
0: Oh my my gosh.
1: How am I supposed to go upstairs and and say something (sighs) to him and (laughs) I look at tears in my eyes?
0: (laughs) Please, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Would you you kindly (laughs) oh my gosh. That went on for for way too long.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Way longer than the audience is ever gonna know. Oh my gosh! Wow. Um, yeah, we apologize for the brief intermission due to uh, <laughs> I don't know what the hell they could be doing upstairs. I just have no clue.
0: <laughs> Unidentified <clears throat> clan activity. I
2: thought I thought you got visited.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. it's did sound like they were hammering something, but it's like I mean, damn, nigga, he took the shit out, had to put it back in. Like, what is wrong? With you? What's going on your hammering skills? <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking portrait of a grandma, or whatever. Like.
0: <laughs> they have the <laughs> world's smallest hammer. They just keep
1: it's is like is he's punching the walls. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, that's what you. I mean, that's what
0: you get. That's not oh. happening up here. <laughs> 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 Everything's Gucci up here.
1: Oh my god! <sighs> All right, so we we were talking about <laughs> talking about mayors <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, honestly. Do you, you know Florida's mayor? You know who that is?
1: I didn't know if Florida had a mayor or not.
0: Florida,
1: well, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. All right. All
2: right. Let's let's sound like we understand a little bit about politics, guys. All right. <laughs> Each city has their own mayor. There's no mayor of Florida. Miami has a mayor. Uh, uh
3: Orlando has a mayor. Uh, you
1: know,
2: so on and so forth. But he lives in what? What you live in a uh, plantation The sand
1: piece is the king of Florida.
0: <laughs>
1: it's an alligator. It's alligator Loki.
0: It's alligator Loki, <laughs> the coach of the local football team.
1: Oh yeah, that is a football team here. <clears throat> it's but called. I think I don't. know is Dante's the mayor of Orlando. I, I really don't know. Is he the governor? I really don't know. See, no, I
0: see. See, kids, don't be like this guy.
1: No, that's the, yeah. That's the governor of Florida. Oh, okay.
2: Well, you better get used to him because uh you know, according to him, COVID is a hoax.
1: Well, that's how you know when you're in um when you're in Florida, because the difference between New York and Florida, New York has very clever head headlines to things, you know, just clever this is this is a city where rap was born, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hip hop started out in the park. And in, in Florida they, they called it murder Santis. like that was the most hurtful, clever thing they could think of—that'll <laughs> murder Santies,
0: but it'll That's sound true. fire behind a, a nice trap beat. <laughs> murder exactly. Santis, Santies,
2: Santies. <laughs> Funny enough, I had a friend who, uh, I had a friend who told me something similar. Uh, he said he went to uh, into Miami and he was accosted in the airport by by a bunch of by a bunch of people, and they were telling him like, "Oh, why why do you think you need to wear that mask?" and <clears throat> And he was like, oh, haven't you heard of, you know, people dying of COVID? And they were like, uh, like, yeah, that's just media overhype. Media overhype. You don't need that down here.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because oh, there's, there's, in, 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 <clears throat> there's COVID in one place, but not the other place. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I forgot. I, a, I, I forgot point. it. It ravaged the world. I
1: forgot. It didn't, didn't do that. Not my house, though. You know, not my neighborhood. COVID <laughs> is everywhere, but my neighborhood. So That's a zip code over. Wrong zip code, man. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, in this, not in this uh postage area. Um. Well, I mean, let's just let's just get into it and just get into the just get into the shit, to you. Fuck the mayor. The only time mayor ever affected me was a nigga took away super sized McDonald's. <clears throat> you could eat the super sized fries as a whole meal at that time. Like we were winning back then.
0: I mean, if you were getting
1: super sized fries and a burger. You were just fucking fat. I thought, was the, I thought it was the movie that destroyed that. Was it the mailroom or yeah, the movie? I felt like movie. it was the movie too. I think it, I mean it's both. But then Bloomberg jumped on that, and um, damn, there was he. Um, he piggybacked on that and made it a and made it a real thing. And I'll never forget reading the story about when, um, like, following that, <clears throat> he went to a pizza shop and he ate a slice of pizza, and then he went another one, and they were like, "Now nah, you had enough. <laughs> you had the allotted amount." <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, not, this is my point like about before right like can a mayor really interfere with private business like like you know what i'm saying like like how does he have the right to say like well mcdonald's can no longer
1: sell you know super large drinks but you he know, did
0: see. it <clears throat> like i mean just how they took away like trans fats and all that man trans fats rights man
1: right, right
2: oh man. my god
0: <laughs> <laughs> like my
2: gluten, baby like if i want to eat my gluten let me eat my gluten like i don't get it like you know what i'm saying gluten rights bro <laughs> gluten equality
4: baby
0: Better not try to take away my gluten. They're trying to take our gluten.
1: Yeah, they um a man's family went to a, a gluten-free bakery shop yesterday, and surprise, surprise, everybody hated it. So <laughs> surprise, surprise <laughs> like why even do this shit to yourself?
2: I don't know. It's like it's like eating matzah, matzo cupcakes. Like no matter what damn Yankees.
0: Did you say a matzah cupcake?
2: Yeah, you know, they try to, like, recreate you know, a lot of things for Passover that you can't eat because, of, you know, it's not nothing bread.
0: Don't you know, fucking ruin my Pesach with matzah cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like, nah, man, you can't wait seven days, seven days to get the real thing.
0: You feel me? You don't know what I be knowing. I went I went to school. I learned some shit. Oh, that's right, my brother. It was inclusive. Oh, uh oh. y- <clears throat> yo, happy uh, Eid Mubarak, my brother. <laughs> did you say stop? Mud <laughs> did
3: you say cap? <laughs> 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 he said cap.
1: He he had to say a phrase we both understand at this point. <laughs>
2: cap. <laughs> but uh Barak to all the brother, Muslims, and sisters out there, you know, I hope you had a, a good one, good feast.
4: Yeah, I mean, it was big, big this year, big, big things guan
1: this year for that. Okay, well, I mean, I learned some. I gotta, I gotta Google that and uh, learn more about it. <laughs> yeah, man, get cultured. All right, <laughs> fucking swine. Uh, well, swine. All right, so, so to get into the podcast today, I wanted to start off by um just asking guys a question, and hopefully we can get through this one with one word answers. Um, I felt like, I mean, I, I don't know. I felt like the one word answer would change it up a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to say, I'm going to ask the following question. And then you guys just come up with just your single word. Okay. That kind of defines your experience. Okay. okay.
4: What does it mean to be black in America? Juice. New Jack city. That's too many
0: words, bro. Higher learning? (laughs) (laughs) That's too many words. You said one word. Power? (laughs) I said juice. I meant what I said. You're lucky I didn't go with spaghetti. Scandal? (laughs) Scandal?
2: I like, I like, I like him so long, away. nigga. He said Juke, he said so he just threw me off with the movie title. That's Yeah, right.
4: I
0: got, yeah, I thought we were getting The Matrix? Boys <laughs> <laughs> in the Hood? How are you going to ask such a loaded question and then ask for one word?
1: Because then you get the loaded words. No, I... Florida changed you, bro. Wait, when I thought about this earlier, I came up with words like <clears throat> displaced. That's not a word. That's a
0: sound, Cameron. Um,
1: displaced. Um, mis, misjudged.
0: I mean, but that's so it's 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 shallow compared to what
1: the actual experience is like. There's does, no, there's a point to this. Just use your one word. I
0: don't fucking
1: know. Give us three three one words. Got to go three, with the exercise. let see three, where this is
0: going. Three one words.
1: I gave misjudged, displaced. Um.
4: And flex, like, you know, talent.
0: <clears throat> um, okay, I'm going to say cool. And, and if that's not surface shit, like if you really. I could I could deep dive on that, what I mean by that, but I'm going to just give you that cool.
4: Um, confused. And. Uh I want to say. On,
0: oh, 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 okay.
1: Um, uh, adolescent. There
2: we go.
0: Boom.
1: Oh, uh, that's a okay. I'll give you that one. That was a good one.
2: I'm gonna say powerless, mislabeled,
4: stripped. You said strict or stripped.
1: Okay, I man. Yeah. But um, what I thought about when I was singing these words, <clears throat> and and the same with you guys. You get a drink of water or something, dude. The water's oh. right <laughs> here. Relax, relax.
3: I thought back for him again, boys. They <laughs> <laughs> came back. Round two.
1: They're trying to be a little bit to be quieter Says <laughs> the, the quiet hour
0: it? <laughs> he said come outside nigger. we know you're doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, <was> we, <laughs> we heard, we we heard you <laughs> we heard you were doing the podcast So we we brought it down but get out here
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that racism ugh
1: yeah I gotta go I back and make sure I bleep that out <laughs>
0: um yeah so yeah you were saying the three words you gave it the three words what's up
1: um when i was thinking of these words i noticed that i came up with everything but free or any words that in any way were shaped around the idea of freedom and um i think too many times we realize like when we, we think about who we are outwardly too many times it just gets boxed in you know what i mean we um And the words I feel like that we even put out there, like you said, confused. Uh, you also said stripped. Um, I said, displaced all gave me kind of like the analogy of being trapped in a box and in the dark and just not knowing, you know, there's no real direction to go in. There's no way out. You are just kind of like just winging it. You know what I mean? And I think that there's a lot of people who would relate to, will relate to that as the idea of the black experience to a degree. Um, I just wanted to get that out there to see if I had if you guys shared the same kind of um headspace that I did when I when I was kinda uh juggling with that idea. Um the second part is <clears throat> when you see we just going down the block, you walking or whatever, if you have any thoughts at all, when you see another black man, I mean, is there anything that you think anything that I don't know, it's triggered like
0: uh I mean that that's a again that's that's not a simple thing. That comes with a lot. Like where am I? What 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 is Harlem. What's going Harlem? I'm in Harlem. Yeah. Yeah, it also I mean uh depends on what part of Harlem, what the person what this black dude looks like, what is going on around me, like it's all
1: mm-hmm. You're in Harlem, walking up to One Fifteenth and um, at MLK. You're passing the Popeyes on the right side. Is the 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 steam fish spot, and um, and diagonal from that is the the bakery. A little bit up from that is Amy Roots. All right, we get beach. it, Florian. Man, you, you know, know something that you about forget. New York. Don't you fucking forget. <laughs>
0: you know a little bit of something about new york for that one time you came here
1: (laughs) he just visited we get it we get it look i'm gonna say it's a a sunny day i mean
0: like i said it it depends what 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 this person is wearing what their whole vibe is like is this uh this could be a crackhead you're talking about this could be um some kind of nerd you're talking about this could be some kind of like stated dude free dude like this could be uh a five percenter this could be uh one of the brothers of islam like it it could be uh you know just a regular street dude like there's a lot of there's a lot of types of black people you can see around there and then you know it's just a vibe But, but also i'm i'm in that space so it's not like I have, I mean, there's a lot of black people there, so it's not like I have a specific thought about this, these black people as I walk through. Right, I, think well, it was, I think it's more if I'm in a place where there are no black people, or I don't know. It's,
1: it's not. Well, out of all these different types of black people that you described, which type would you say, just from looks alone, would have you build some kind of like animosity for the person?
0: Uh, I wouldn't have animosity for anybody.
1: I know. I I mean, I'm from
0: neighborhoods, so I know to always keep your head on a swivel, regardless. So that's it's not really like I just know what time it is. Like I know how to. I got to keep from being food. <laughs> right. Streets so, is the streets. Saying
2: like you know how to maneuver either way.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not even something that. It's like I, like I have a uh, a bit that I was working out um on Sage Like, if you're a black person in a white area, you can automatically have a sense of where the other black people are, like, in a party. If you go in a party, you're, like, at all times, you have tabs on all the black people in that party. Because if if there's, like, four of y'all in there, and then two of them are gone, and there's just the other black person in there, you're going to start to worry, like, yo, where'd those other two guys go? Like, (laughs) all right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> the way i take devon the way i take your question is like kind of like uh to a professional work setting uh and i had this kind of happened to me before in a sense of like um let's say you know you're at a gathering and it's like what shane is saying it's like two black people there right and somebody made a joke and they were like yo you know a lot of times like when i'm the black person here the other black person doesn't want to approach me because they don't want to make it seem like it's too obvious like they're going to say what up to the old uh, black guy great and, I, and that was funny to me. I was like, I never thought about that. And I'm like, you know, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see another black person. I'm, I'm going to go say what whatever. Like, just like I'm sure if, this, this, if there's only two Asian people in the room, they're going to nod at each other and they're going to make a. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be no, like, all right, cool. We're the only Asians here, but we together. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I take. I, I look at it. Like, <clears throat> so, yes, if I do see that other black person, I want to build. Like, that's that's me. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, another black man. And I'm gonna come off positive until it's not. You understand know what I'm saying? So, right. No matter how a person is dressed, no matter I try not to make those judgments, you know. Um, but I understand what time it is as well. Like it's a dangerous world we live in, so you gotta, you know, you gotta always know what time
1: it is. But yeah, if
2: I see another black person, I'm always coming off. Once. I'm like, hey, you know, let's black man. What's up, black man? You know. Can't yeah, you
0: when you're when you've been on both sides of the on of the coin of being judged and having judged, like you you know Absolutely. you kind of just got to be like, all right. Yeah, this
1: this shit just won't stop
0: they really want that picture in um yeah you gotta just be like all right i know how this is i can't you know make any judgment because i've i've been perceived as threatening and I'm, that's like not my mo that's not how i move but um and and not to say it doesn't have it's like a- advantages. Like sometimes when you don't want to be bothered, you put on that meme mug and nobody bothers you, so you can, you can keep it pushing.
1: But you know, oh <clears throat> well, it's interesting that my follow up question to this is going to be: um, Is there empathy involved? And like when you think about when you just see another black person, and I think it's interesting that both of you had kind of turned this question to a place. Well, the place you decided to go to, well. asking this question you both need to decide a venue you need to decide a setting and in and in in any setting you turn it into a place where you're seeing one only one other black person and the thought is like are you okay and i I mean all that's very interesting and very telling of um what where our minds are in, in different situations and um just like this is what we're thinking. You know what I mean? When we're, we're thinking those type of situations. So the reason I bring that up is because, you know, it's clear that we don't have we don't have any type of animosity. We don't have any type of um violent intentions towards other people of color. So with that said, what is black on black crime? I'll, <laughs> Dropping bombs. I'll, uh...
2: I'll take a stab at that. First of all, I want to say black on black crime, in my opinion, is really a a, a myth. Myth. Um, It's a a narrative that's been created um, that we did not create, but I think that we've fallen victim to. And we feel like we have to continue to perpetuate the idea. Uh, So I'll I'll go further. When I say black-on-black crime is a myth, if you study criminal justice and you study statistics here uh, in in America and the United States, we know, first of all, crime is a result of two things. It's usually the result of access, right, who we we are in close proximity to. And secondly, uh, there's a reason behind the crime that is being occurred, right? So when we say things like black-on-black crime, we're not looking at, okay, why is this crime being committed? We're making it the crime race-based. The next thing uh, – the next issue with black-on-black crime is uh, also we, we make that crime is only a black people issue in America where we're a very diverse country with uh, you know tremendous violence statistics. We have the most people under uh, criminal justice uh, supervision than any other world and any other country in the world. So why is it that we're saying black-on-black crime as only if uh, crime in America is a black people problem? Lastly, I will say too, when we say black-on-black crime, we're taking from the real issue, which is economic. You see, so we're making it race-based. So you know, this guy killed that guy because he's black, and that's not what it's about. It's usually it's a fight for resources uh, and a fight for survival in uh, impoverished neighborhoods. So yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, I I second all of that. You know, it was something that was created and then sold to us in a way that they were like, no, no, you guys don't understand. Like black on black crime is like, it's something that you have to address because y'all shouldn't be acting this way. Y'all should pull each other up. And that's, of course, that's what we want. We want to, you know, we want all of us to support each other, but the, that's, that's not what we're talking about or what they were talking about when they, when they brought that, that catchphrase together. Because there's a lot of this on this crime, like it's not relegated strictly to black people,
2: right? And I mean, furthermore, right? We we all can say, right? I've never heard the term Asian on Asian American
0: crime, right?
2: White right on white crime, Latino on Latino, and right? And we can go on and on down the line.
0: Italian right. on Italian right.
2: crime, Italian, right? Like, but <laughs> why is why is crime not attached to any other ethnic group but us? And I think that's, that's why we as a people starting to start rejecting that term you know, rejecting wholeheartedly and say, wait, 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 stop, Like you know what I'm saying? Yes, of course, the issue is what? Yeah, we want to stop killing each other, but again, our issues really go back to deeper, the deeper issue, which is really e- economics, black economics, um, you know what I'm saying? So when we start looking at it, yes, um, our parents are working two jobs to try to survive, right? So yes, there is no point supervision, but again, that's what? That's economics, right? You see what I'm saying? So um, you know, half the issue, yes, of uh, incarceration, but why are the youth being incarcerated, right? So again, like all these, all of these factors and all these issues uh, calling it black-on-black crime is just a band-aid for a bigger issue.
1: Yeah, I mean, when um when I think of black-on-black crime, I think of perspective. I think about um dehumanization. I think about um what the Nazis did to the Jews in the way that they dehumanize them so that the crimes committed against them didn't didn't affect people the same way. You you take the human out of the person and it's just like whatever, it's like killing animals. You know what I mean? So with that being said, the idea of black on black crime is like despite it being uh independence for all, freedom for all as a country, this is this is these people and this is their problem. And in terms of perspective, it's like don't surround yourself with these types of people because they have these kinds of problems. They don't know how to control themselves. They're prone to assault. They're prone to robbery. They're prone to, um, just, just not sophisticated, uh, not being part of a sophisticated level of society. And, um, I think that what that becomes is, I mean, what we see, we see, we have people who live in small towns like Iowa and in Idaho and shit. That don't understand, um, don't understand what black people go through. Don't understand people, people of color go through. They just know. They just know that they're not that, and that our problems are not theirs, and that and that that turns into a, a long a long lineage of racism, ignorance. Overall, just ignorance, but prejudice and, and bigotry. You know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 that tribalism, like that it's otherism that we don't know them, we don't they're not a part of our community, so uh we really don't care about that. It's not even, and you you say you know you dehumanize people, and it's like they're animals. Not even animals will get like, there'll be whole groups, uh, you know, made for animal safety and before the safety of black people, like. Th- that that just has existed like for 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 a long time, especially dogs and you know all this other shit uh you know, don't fuck with cats, we see how far people will go uh you know to look out for animals before other people and you know it's 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 nothing new, it's nothing new you you have people that you know they never leave their little slice of americana so whatever they see portrayed or is what they feed into. And then they right. pass it down until, until their person and, and have to, the, to demonize uh, knowledge and others, all this other stuff. Because once people go out and meet other people and they're like, Oh, that's not true. I thought this was true this whole time, but it's not true. And then you have to come back and be like, Hey, that stuff is not true. And they're like, Oh, well now you're fancy. Cause you went out into the world. No, they just Even actually did that them
1: simple. I think that that- the work. I think that addressing someone's ignorance is usually met by anger, uh, confusion. There's a lot of stages they go through before they're like, you know what, I was wrong, and we don't we don't even see that. That's that, that's ten percent of the time, not even. Um, I think too many times, like those people, they go out, they see something different, and they stay there. Like I have, I have friends of my own that'll be like, you know, I come from. Not, not literally. Like, hey, my name is Alex. I come from racist family members, but like, you know, we've been friends for years, and the reason I never brought you through to my my uh, my grandparents' house because they're racist as hell, and um, I, I wouldn't want to put you through that. You know what I mean, right? right. Um,
4: I just <sighs> I remember
0: so- going to a friend of ours' house, and and they were like, yo. Let's pretend you're Dominican.
1: What? That's crazy. Yeah. You've been to...
0: I think we've all been to their house, too.
1: Um... I mean, you can text me offline. I mean, off air. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's confusing. Sorry, folks. You're just going to have to guess who it is. I mean, I can't even... I don't even have a person in mind who, um, who that could have been. But, um... And it's also like just pretend you're Dominican. Nah, yeah. <laughs> you like, if, like if if your mom if my
0: if my if my mom asks you're Dominican.
1: What are you? okay, you definitely told me this before. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Um. <laughs> surprise, surprise. That's not that surprising. I've been there with his mom. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, <Medical> close <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Um, Don't play too much. You know how people
1: like to snitch, be messy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't affiliate with that with that character anymore for different reasons, other than what's (laughs) going on inside his house. Even though the things that went on inside. Yeah, I think that was. I think that's a part of it too. Becomes that person, but yeah. (laughs) I think that's a part of it. Um. Now, in terms of black on black crime, when we speak about crime, obviously we need to talk about. Not even, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of different places to go to in terms of that conversation. But I think for today, we can approach law enforcement. Um, what does the statement mean to y'all? Uh, the blue
4: line of silence. I
0: mean, it's, it's stop snitching for cops. Like that's, that's how they look at it. Like we're brothers, we're a fraternity. And you don't tell on your brother.
1: We don't have they don't have to be southern.
0: Okay. Look, look, look here, asshole. Your fraternity. (laughs) (laughs) You don't 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 go around siding with these nicknogs outside, all right? Your brothers. You don't tell on your brother. Wanna make first grade detective? Huh? You're never gonna make first grade being a snitch. So when when the tournament fans come around here, here, you You didn't see nothing, you you don't know nothing, all right? Put your wife in a nice house in Long
2: Island? Huh? <laughs> Why do you want to live in the fucking projects with Mufki, huh? You tell yeah?
3: me. You tell me. You want a nice
2: Charger? Huh? Fuck a Charger. We drive Mustangs over here. You wise guy. <laughs> You'll be swimming with the fishes if you keep this up. But, uh... No, I mean, on a serious note, man... <laughs> uh, it goes back to organizational psychology, which is really what Shane is talking about, right? You know, uh... You know... In certain organizations have a certain psychology that goes along with them a certain psychology that is necessary to do the job um i want to preface by saying listen they they you know most police officers uh you know they have a hard job to do they show up they do their job but what i think what was necessary in any uh what we're saying what we're talking about the blue wall of silence is professional oversight right and so in no other career uh, if look, if a doctor's a bad doctor, he's going to get fired, right? If, if, a, if a firefighter can't put out the fire, he's going to get fired, right? And so the same thing is recording. Or go to jail.
0: Like, if a doctor's a bad doctor, you can right. go to jail.
2: Well, this is why they get sued for malpractice, right? And this is yeah. why, you, you right? So, like, they can be held accountable. And that's what we're talking about, is accountability. So, um, the issue with the blue walls or you know it's just almost as if like you know officers are saying we don't want other officers held accountable for their actions and um and right. that's unacceptable and the first the first issue is you can't have at the bar to get into the police department is yay high and then but once you're on the job you know the bar is set so low that you know hey you can do whatever and you know and get away with it because now once you're in this organization we've got your back and that's that's the message that's being communicated to um the American people and, and force inform the black community uh, as a whole is that, you know, officers are not going to be held accountable for anything because we have this blue wall of protection. And,
0: and also the bar isn't set that high for them to become cops. Like,
2: well, it's well, harder. To... The perception, the perception is that it is right. Yeah. So we put you through the ringer. We're going to check your, your background. You know, we go knock on your neighbor's door and check and and right. And so like, you yeah, know, Obviously, you know, speaking from personal experience and many friends, like I went to John Jay, I know many people who became cops, I know people who uh, were unsuccessful, were getting on the job, who were, you know, good, ideal candidates, but for whatever reason, uh, you know, fell victim to, um, you know, the issues that many black people fall victim to when they're trying to get on those jobs, right? So again, right, but also to your point, Shane, there's two bars, right? There's a bar for, hey, you know, granddaddy, uh, my granddaddy's chief, right? and right. there's a bar for, you know, the guy who has no affiliations, and it's like, why do you want this job, right? So, um, but, right, so the perception is that the bar is really high to get in, you know, we're going to check your character, we're going to check your background, and, you know, we're going to, you know, put you through a medical, a physical, a psychological, and if you have this job now, it means you're fit and, and completely qualified when we know, obviously, that's not the case.
1: right? I mean, and it's, and it's-, I it's also, like, movies and TV shows that Show police officers as really smart, in tune, and, and intuitive people. And it's like, have you people who made this movie ever met a police officer before?
2: <laughs> oh, shit. right. And it's and- also
0: attached to, to like you were saying, uh, you know, is it's, it's class two because they are, you know, originally, you know, slave catchers, they're they're. they're uh, a a gang with with its uh inception to be used by uh the wealthier class to uh police and be in charge of you know the lower class so then they then they go oh you guys do such a good job but you'll never be a part of that that higher class group like that's not going to be you
2: that's that's a great that's a great point that you brought up. I mean, 100% is classism. I mean, the police serve as a buffer, right? They're the buffer right. between the bourgeoisie and, and the lower class. That's essentially what they are, right? And so it's funny when people say to a cop, like, oh, I pay my, I pay your salary, I pay my taxes. Yes, you're 100% right, but he doesn't answer to you. He answers to, to to the higher class who pay his taxes, right? And so he he serves as a role to keep you in check, to keep you in line. Um, but people, people don't like it, but at the end of the day, police, uh, really exist to protect property. Um, you
1: know, the property of the higher, the higher, the ruling class, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which we learned with George Floyd. Right. Mostly, mostly, um, if you didn't know before, you definitely learned that fact with, uh, with George Floyd, rest in peace. Um, that being said in the, in the perspective being had that, you know, Police are really here to one protect property, two I mean, even even the idea of protecting property is kinda of deep when you think about um just redlining in terms of like all of these types of people were pushed to the inner cities and tenement housing and um and stuck in a never ending renting cycle while other kinds of people were pushed towards were able to go to the suburbs and and freely form communities where they were given grants land um and and and, and allowed all types of loans to afford these homes that were passed on from one person to the next and the police are protecting what's owned more than what's simply rented you know what i mean but um but in terms of what Shane was saying too, in terms of like the the, the slave catcher mentality and, and idea, there is the. I'm not even gonna say that. Do you believe that you'd have to be an Uncle Tom? I mean, I'm gonna assume we all know what Uncle Tom is. Do you believe we'd have to be an Uncle Tom to work for the police?
0: Not, not. I don't. I don't think so. Um. I know some uh, friend of mine who was interested in is interested in becoming a police officer and he's not an uncle Tom. I I don't really know what he wants to get out of it, but I don't think that's the, you know, necessarily. I think you, you, you can want to just help people, but I think you will be, if that's what you want out of it, you go in and you might be uh surprised to find out how much you're not doing that, and by that time you're in it, so it's like i, I mean you know why why do something else
2: i mean that's that, all, all all correct I mean good points you brought up Shane. but I think too, right uh, listen, most people go into policing uh for a noble cause right so i do I do believe even um black or, or or otherwise most people go into the policing profession uh for noble cause they want to do something you know valiant i think with us though a lot of us go into it thinking that we're going to go into these departments and we're going to be the agents of change right for black people specifically right we go in thinking that okay right i'm gonna i'm gonna be the officer that i never saw the cop that i you know i always feel that police should be and we learn very quickly that that that's not that police department um policies and constructs and and um the way that they're made, it's not made for people to come in and change the department, it's made for the department to change you, right? Right. So uh, I think that's the first of. Second of all, I think a lot of us take that job looking for a pay and pension, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, economics, again, right? Some of us are saying, listen, right? Uh, Hey, I can make $90,000 a year as a police officer, and I can have a pension, a retirement, right? I can benefits, medical benefits for my family. So a lot of people go into it for those reasons as well. Um, But Again, police departments are inherently racist in this country, and so um, I'm not going to say that you have to be an Uncle Tom. I'm just going to say that there are certain things that you're probably going to have to turn a blind eye to on that job, right? And there's going to be certain questionable things that might mess with your morals or your integrity um, as as a police officer of color the other thing is too right as we know that once we do take those jobs we are not we're not the same right and we're not subject to the same standard we are not held to the same you know standard of accountability as we've seen in um, previous cases people being fired for for coming forward um, like the young lady uh, the lady in Buffalo, uh, she was fired for uh, intervening during a police chokehold. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the case but yeah, she was didn't, right, she didn't was yeah she yeah. stopped her partner from choking someone and she lost her pension actually she just won the case about 13 and a half years later her pension was just now finally reinstated um yeah. so again right so for a lot of us we join these police departments right for for good noble reasons but unfortunately we you know again you know I don't want to say you have to be an uncle tom per se no um but again you you know you might be your integrity might be uh compromised
0: yeah compromised tested also i i'd say um, another thing that that was pointed out to me and that I, that I've witnessed and you know watched for is when you put uh, police officers of color in areas with people of color, it's usually it usually makes for better policing. Like people that understand the area tend to like because I, I I forgot where I was. I might have been in like
1: Hell's Kitchen or something. Regardless, I agree with that one hundred percent.
0: <laughs> yeah, cause I and I and I saw this dude. This this dude kind of drugged out, wilding out, real loud, um, but not really, not bothering, not like even like a public nuisance or bothering anybody. But he was just getting loud, and these two cops they didn't they didn't bother him. And I and I was looking because I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna get fucked up if he keeps acting like this. But they were just they were nonchalant. They because they cause they know what this dude's about. They've been in that situation. They know, like, as long as he's not, you know, causing actual issues, let him live. I saw these these dudes getting loud one time somewhere else in the hood, and it looked like, from the sound of it, if you didn't know any better, you'd be like, oh, this is going to be prop. This is going to be trouble. But there were two cops in the area. They didn't give a fuck because they, they knew, that, you know, they know how... People talk over there, so what? There was like, oh, this is not a, this is not an altercation. This is just, but I, but I knew if it was any other cops, any, like white cops, it would have been trouble.
1: Yeah, there's definitely having the understanding, the neighborhood understanding that this is a spades game and not an argument. You know what I mean? Right, right. This isn't a, um. This isn't two people yelling at each other. I mean it's just dominoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And only someone who's culturally sound in that matter, in that manner, is gonna understand that and um and and know how to police accordingly. Now, I know that the first thing a lot of people are gonna say is, well, if you're from that neighborhood, you might have some bias, you might have some things slide, yada yada, yada. And then I mean this wasn't part of what I was gonna say originally, but at the same time, arguably you know, they let each other slide. And that's the whole point yeah, of what I was saying. Yeah, I was, about to,
0: say. <laughs> I was about to but, say, yeah, you might let some, some things slide. They let things slide all the time. It doesn't matter, you know.
1: Right, but I think but, they're
0: going to do that. They're going to do that.
1: I think someone is listening, or we would be listening to this and be saying, well, you know, you send someone into an unbiased neighborhood, you let something slide too many times, and then eventually they're going to go further. And at the same time, I think that there's a degree of responsibility in that also um and just like i don't know like local crackhead you don't arrest him every time you catch him you just try to throw him into rehab but he leaves he leaves me at the end of the day rehabs are by um you have to want to be there for one right. but um but uh they say one day what if he goes and hurts someone it's like one, racism is showing and two um they have to they have to be the one to take responsibility for that and I don't know if there's a right answer to how that gets handled, but I know that if he's just trying to live his life, he's not actually hurting anybody. There's no reason to hassle him every day until he does something either.
0: Right. They're not, they're not super men. They're, like it doesn't matter if you're in a neighborhood with a you know, local crackhead, or if you're in fucking the suburbs with uh, the, 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 the darling brothers who known to make mischief every now and again, because they could, you know, keep getting worse and worse until they're doing violent crimes. It doesn't like you're not there to prevent the future from. You're not the future police. You're there to it's not a minority report. Yeah, it's not a minority report. You're there to handle the day to day. If today nobody's messing with nobody, everybody's minding their own business, and that's that's them. You know. If you are, if you're doing drug, if you're trying to do a drug bust, if you're a fucking uh, DEA or whatever, that's different. <laughs> I mean, like. Well, you
2: know, we, we know. Listen, you the, the that, issue but. is over policing, right? And and so we know that certain neighborhoods are just over police, and so it's a fact of matter. Is if you're if you're looking for something, over and over and over in the same place, you will find it, right? Um, it's actually interesting enough. They even were talking about uh, there was an article that surfaced last week. And they were talking about ShotSpotter. So ShotSpotter, for those who don't know, is is a technology that police departments use where they can um, detect like where exactly a, a shot was fired from. But um, even even that now they're saying has racist undertones because now they're saying that the shot spotter is being deployed more predominantly in certain neighborhoods versus others. Uh, only in black neighborhoods they're saying now this shot spotter technology uh, exists. So again, right? So it's like, listen, if we're trying to find uh, shooting, right, victims of shootings, or or we're trying to prevent shootings uh, in America, why are this, why is this technology only being used in, in certain neighborhoods, right? Again, so certain neighborhoods just have over policing, and I think, and that's where it goes back to police departments a lot of times are just being inherently racist, um, you know. You
1: know I mean, what, even one in of the that one example, of the things. E- well, even in that example I'll share quickly is that um, in Co-op City, I'll never forget. Like, I remember going to Harlem and thinking about how crazy it was that they have those, um, I don't know what to call it. Like, the, the typically you'd see somebody, like, repairing a lamppost with this, that shit that lifts up. You know what I'm saying? That has a spotlight on it. The spotlight on it, yep. Yeah, I was really surprised to see that in Harlem. And then suddenly I started seeing it where I live, where I lived at the time. You know what I mean? In, in the Bronx. And that that was extreme to me it just made me feel like you know in the movies when there, there's four corners to the jail and and each corner is a big spotlight to make sure nobody's doing nothing right like the wall see and then
0: i thought i think that something that they did correct was i i, I don't know if y'all seen it but it's just the lot the huge like um it's like a street light but it's like if you were shooting a movie and it's just, it's just lights. They're just huge lights yeah, that yeah, they put I know, up. I know
2: what you're talking about. It's like, okay. huge, it's like a field. It's almost like a soccer field, like you expect it on a yeah, soccer yeah, field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, right? It's exactly. It's like huge lights that they put up, and there's like four, like maybe four facing one way, four facing right. another. Right. I
0: thought that was a, just a dope idea because it doesn't require anyone to be around there. It's just brighter. And, like, if you have that, that leaves less room for people to hide and do some, some fucking skullduggery. Like, it's just – it's simple. It's simple you know if something does happen like it, it lets you be more aware of your surroundings ah ah like that i think is is a good move it's 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 not in, intrusive it's not invasive it's it's passive well I mean, some people
2: would would disagree right i mean and the other thing is is right like i understand it right i understand it it's a deterrent it's supposed to act as a deterrent but of course the other the flip side of the argument will be do we have this in the west village right i mean is well, there exactly. is there one on, is there one right, on no I, no Street, I, just, right? I think it like, should
0: be just a it's not a yeah. not not that i it's not that it's just in the the hood or whatever but i think as a as a move like as a as a thing to try to help i think that's a good idea it should be implemented in places where it, like it's just too dark <laughs> like
1: any place, whether
0: it be the village, whether it be you know wherever. Where, I mean, no, no, I
2: mean, you? no. So to your point, like what I'm saying is right. Yeah, any place that's too dark, absolutely, yeah, I'm for that. But what I'm saying is like that's not how it's it, it it's uh it's place, right? It's place based off. Oh, this is a high crime area, so let's stick one here, uh. Versus like, oh, you know, there's not residents in this area would sign a petition and complain to the mayor's office, right? So we're not going to put one down here. And I think. Right, like that's really what it what it boils down to. It's not even about it. Let's say being dark, because there was one on 113th Street and Third Avenue was well lit, <laughs> right? But like this is a this is East Harlem, so we need to have one here,
1: you know. I mean um, that, and I'm telling you right now, um, Tompkins Square Park is easily one of the scariest places to be, regardless of of, of age, gender, size, any of that stuff. It's pitch black in that park. And all types of crazy shits going on in that park my whole life, and you would never see one of those things in that, park. One of those in that park. Well,
0: now they have them. Now they have them down at um, was that Washington Square?
1: Yeah, because
2: look, look what's going on in Washington yeah. Square Park. They're look saying like there. like parties twenty four, like parties to four in the morning. Uh, but again, right? Look at look at the neighborhood and look who's complaining mostly predominantly white residents who are saying like, oh, it's too loud, we can't sleep, it's a raucous party, it's a residential neighborhood. So, right, so like, yes, of course they're making some good points and things of that nature, but again, right, like, would the response be as great if this was going on in Van Cortlandt? You know what I'm saying?
1: I mean, even just to say inside of that, um, I don't want... <laughs> I don't even know if I should ask this because I don't want nobody's card to get taken away if, if anybody's acknowledging any cards. I mean, has anybody ever made a police complaint? Wait, what? What do you mean? I'm saying like you ever called the police in your neighbor I mean called yeah yeah, called the cops and your neighbors before. No.
0: <laughs> no. I mean I've
1: had I've had the
2: neighbors call that parties and stuff like that, like, you know, loud music
0: and stuff like that, but
1: well,
2: then the Back opposite to be, then the, used to have house parties.
1: <laughs> well, on the flip side of that, how many times have you guys been in a venue with a police? Well, not even a venue, a, a home, a home venue, having a party, whatever the case is, or just being there, playing music, whatever. And the cops are called. Yeah, so I've,
2: I've been in that situation before, yeah. and that was that was actually pretty crazy. So it was a, it was in the Bronx, uh, one of the house parties we were at. Of course, it was like, I just felt it was overkill because it was it was literally like ten cops showed up. Um, and more units like kept arriving as like as they were already in the apartment and they were just they were they were searching through the house as if like there was a you know you would have thought it was a bomb a bomb threat or something like that like they had flashlights out and they were and then they went in the kitchen and I was just like what are you looking for um and then i heard one of them made a comment about the, the guy's crib he was like damn son y'all live like this this is how
1: this is how people live
2: like damn. you know yeah and i and
1: i was just like oh it was crazy I mean I'm even thinking about the time at um I can't remember whose house it was uh in Florida Ron's house that we had um, we were we were just at and uh we had left a little bit early because Jayru was with me Jayru and Kenny were with me you know two people who are you know a little bit sheltered need to be home and <laughs> need to be home at a at a, at a certain hour regardless we left a little bit early and then you were telling me like after we left that the, the cops had shown up to even to even to that spot. Um, and I think it's got crazy there. That was ages ago. But you know
0: what? Yeah. I remember was, I showed up to a party uh, where the cops had already been called and the party was over. I've because had that before too. Someone got stabbed. I was told, first of all, I was told, oh, we're going into this party in the Bronx. I'm like, is it far from the train? They're like, it's not that far. Never trust a Bronx nigga when they say it's not that far from the train because it's going to be. So,
1: a lot of bro niggas be scared, but go ahead.
0: Nah, uh, I'm not scared. I just want to know how far we're walking. Are we doing a trek through the jungle? Or are we, you know, it's like right across the street or some shit. But no, they want to go up and down hills, climb Mount Everest and tell you it's not far. Up Boom. and down hills, yo. So, see, nah, that's unique,
2: Bronx, that's unique Bronx terrain. nigga, This is Bronx real. terrain.
0: <laughs> so, I go and to this party. Well, I'm we're, we walk all the way over there. Cop cars are flying past us, and we're like, all right, that's not like great, but okay. We show up to the building, there's like seven cars, cop cars parked outside. And I'm like, all right, this is not good. Let's go. But of course, I'm with some girl, and she's like, nah, nah, let's go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, bro, fine. So I ain't no pussy. So I go in, we go into the building, right? And then we see people. We're like going up, walking up the the floors or whatever, and we see people that these niggas know from the party, and they're like, yo, yo, come here, come here, come here. and We go into the fucking stairwell. They give us the rundown of what happened. Like, yo, somebody got stabbed. The police got called. Uh, uh, Now they're looking for us. Because there were minors at the party with liquor. And I'm like, yo. So one of them is like, yo, If anybody asks you my cousin, you my cousin. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Of course I have to be complicit in this. Because I ain't no snitch. I ain't no snitch, though. So I'm like, fuck it. All right, whatever. But we didn't even run into the cops. Like, they left the whole building. And then we go back up to the apartment. The apartment was like wild, empty. I don't know who lived there, but the shit was crazy. It was like they had one couch. They had no uh, uh, ceiling light bulb. It was no a piece No, they had no, no ceiling. Here. They had no ceiling light bulb. Like the the all the light in the apartment came from one lamp. And I'm like, yo, this shit was. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it was crazy.
1: That's the only light source. <laughs>
0: So I was like, yo, know, I'm kinda glad I didn't show up beforehand, because this shit looks like it was crazy. And fucking, I'm like, yo, this is <laughs> this is insane. And they they the cops were really up in there. Like they flooded that place, man. It was crazy. Well, but there, was was just a time,
1: there was a time I was going to a party in, in the LES, that's in Manhattan. Yeah. Um and I showed up with the police and that was fucking hilarious. Like went into the building. Um, didn't buzz the doorbell because somebody just happened to be already walking in. I'm more, like, so I walk. I see the police cars outside. I walk in the building. The police come in and they're in the, like the the door shit with me. Then somebody's already standing. Then somebody's and I'm already I'm already like, all right. And then somebody's like standing by the door. They just they saw the they saw me. Didn't open it. Saw the police opened it. Then I walk in with the police. They <laughs> walking in there ahead of me. They thought you were thought you were undercover. Yeah, they're walking up the stairs. It was like three flights up. I wow. go up the first floor. They're in front of me, and I'm like, okay. I go up the second floor. They're still in front of me, and then they stop. Like I don't hear them continuously walking up the stairs. It's like three officers. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just gonna <laughs> run back home. Like, yeah. I mean, well, first I stayed outside just to see what was gonna happen, and then I just left because it's just uh, it, it. I was saved. I was saved that day. That's it. <laughs>
2: that can mean like, they're too many questions like did somebody just shoot this shit up like what happened what happened
1: well um to even get back to um to actual questions i had <laughs> um what needs to happen what needs to happen for black on black crime to be to just dissipate just not exist anymore I mean, it's a myth. So
0: once we dispel that myth, that that phrase goes out the window. There's no black on black crime. It's just crime. But it's, then it's I just guess crime who in this has area. to do that?
2: Well, we. Well, I mean, are you referring to the the narrative, of, the myth itself, the narrative of the myth, or yeah? we all stop killing each other completely?
1: No, no, no. I'm re. I'm I'm I'm, I'm narrative. Related, yeah, the, the, the narrative. The Myth. The myth of uh, mythos. Of all, I think really for it to disappear, we have to stop buying into
2: it because. Like many, like many agendas, I'll say in this country, we buy into them and we become the propelling voice for, right? And and just like um, many other things that we'll, you know, we'll talk about another time. But for example, in black on black crime, we've become the number one proponents of saying that it's not white media outlets that are really uh, saying this; it's it's us saying this and continuing to perpetuate perpetuate this idea.
0: What it really, I I, I would argue that though, I I don't I I feel like a in lar- like large in part to the events of last summer i feel like people are like yo they we're getting we're opening our eyes to it like this was something that was perpetuated onto us and it doesn't even fucking exist there's statistics to back it up it's not a thing like this is not a thing and i've seen more and more people with that response than people being like no ar- you know arguing to the contrary and i see now more and more in like the news and things where people and and you know people that that are the making the laws and stuff, and in Congress, have to be corrected, like, you know when they bring up, well, what about black and black, black on black crime? And I've seen yeah, it in yeah, the comment yeah. sections, yeah, and so everybody. I mean, what, I
2: mean, are you if you're referring to the video? Yeah, but like Congressman Hakim Jeffries. Yes, I mean
0: No, no, I mean there's other that, that was there was that was one of many. There I've I've seen it brought up multiple times, like, oh but well, what about black owned black crime? And I've seen heard many a black person be like, That's not a thing. You you made that up. That's bullshit. Here are the facts to back that up.
2: So then we're in agreement, but then ultimately, right, whether, okay, so maybe it is probably in existence, maybe more so, but what I'm saying is the average white person, right, for the average white person, when we, when, we, when we, you know, talk to average black America, we are of this idea that black on black crime is an issue in our community, right? So when we, when we, let's say you stop, said the average black person, and you say, hey, what are the top, what are the issues facing the black community? Most people will say, right, uh, ignorantly, oh yeah, black on black crime, because we killing each other. And where that's coming from is right we want that to stop of course right we want we want that to not be in existence but we have to realize that there are so many other things th- in order to really tackle that we have to really solve all the other things first and then we can we can we can stop that To in order to stop the narrative we have to be like okay we we can't perpetuate it so it is good that i mean if you're saying that there are more of our leaders who are start, starting to realize that that's excellent and i'm you know i'm not arguing that but you know um i think for the average lay person if we've bought into it right it's great if hakeem jeffries knows but if the average lay person average black person feels that this is the number one issue in our community facing us is black on black crime us killing each other we have to we're misinformed we have to understand that wait a minute no such thing we have to address the fight for survival and resources and economics first and then right um we'll start to see that that's not really that is more of a myth
1: and to be honest it's kind of like a um in part kind of an ageist thing too because i yeah, mean just, yeah. just even just even based on what the yeah. cat ca- what, what the what the the podcast itself is based on you know the the idea of the fact that we have a voice in our generation but um you hear older people speak about it and they'll be the first ones to be yep. like um, no no just young people killing each other again right you know right. they don't know how to stop it's always something else it's always the they gotta take out the blip blame and got a blip blam it's always always that shit that i hear and i just be looking like now i have to start start calling it you You know i got the blip blam on me and then it's always going to come down to well this is what the news said so i do see white uh, media outlets doing it but then i also see the white media outlets take what fits their narrative like even if it's a youtube video they'll take from that youtube video that fits their narrative of a black person saying well black on black violence has to stop and yada 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 and they'll put it on their platform and
2: yes. and, and that's, exactly um, what, that's exactly what i'm talking about right and it's like too many of those clips where you see young black the young black person being the voice for black people and, and so the number the number one issue That when they put like black people in the forefront of the media, the number one issue that this black person is talking about is, oh, yeah, we we shooting each other down in the streets like dogs and and, and, and gun violence. And yes, there's gun violence. Yes, yes, we're killing each other. But why? Right. And how do we solve the why? That's what that's what seems like no one gets to.
0: Guns aren't being made in the hood. Just FYI. There are no gun factories.
2: <laughs> now <in> a... <laughs> nah, we got a factory in Harlem, son. What you talking
1: about? And I mean, even on to that fact, there's no gun there's no gun shops either.
2: And then, you know, look and then
1: Here's another point, right? Take New York City
2: for example. This is one of the one of the uh, cities with the strictest gun laws in the nation, so Yet we have some of the most the most shootings and uh, the most violent we're in one of the most violent cities right now in the summer. Uh, Chicago, right? Another city with the strictest gun laws in the nation. I mean, damn near impossible for the average person in Chicago to own a gun. But yet, uh, 110 shootings Fourth of July weekend. I mean, something. So something's not. Something's going on here.
1: Yeah, I mean, even earlier today, um, I mean, fun fact, my mom, uh, she is, I can't, I can never remember what this is called. She's a flight person now. And, um, a flight flight person. Yeah. Stewardess. A
0: a person who takes flight. Stewardess. Oh, Oh, your mom's a stewardess now.
1: Yeah. All I know is she flies for free now. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cool. And, and and for the most part, so why? So if anybody got, anybody got a problem, you know, anyway, listen to the podcast. Let me know. I'll fly over for free. <laughs> hands International. No, Hands National. I don't, I, don't if, I don't know if I can fly international yet, but... But, um... It's in the United States, I'll be there. Oh, she told me, she was saying... We'll
0: deliver hot and fresh from ready hands right she, to your door.
1: Yeah, if, if it takes more than 30 minutes, it's free. <laughs> Hands Prime be delivered in two days. Prime. <laughs> here at
0: hand, here at Hands Prime, our shits work.
1: But uh she was telling me she's in Detroit and I don't know for some strange reason, I mean, well, I guess just due to news and shit because I've never been to Detroit, but what's the first thing we think of Detroit? We think of violence. actually and- no, I
0: think I think of the Motor city. Uh, Royster Motown, 59 yeah I think a Motown, Motown, the, yeah. Clo-
2: the, the, the closed auto industry <laughs> yeah and, and then violence
1: and, and, and Royster well, 59 then violence well in, in relation to my mother the person that birthed me being there, I think of violence <laughs> so I just randomly just looked up like what the gun crimes are looking like in Detroit um 2021 and it was crazy to me because just repeatedly kept bringing up New York um gun crimes I'm talking about let me see my Google search words. I'll tell you exact. Just as a uh, little, while well, you look this up, did you guys
0: think when you were younger that you would make it to the age that
1: you are now? We talked about this, and... I don't remember. I mean, Yosef was, the I think it was with Kasaya, but, um, and me and Kasaya both said no, that uh, we grew yeah. up in the same place.
0: Mm-hmm. How about
1: you, yo? Uh, for a
2: period, I want to say for a period of time, you know what I'm saying? uh no and then you
4: know once
0: i got away from it, you know, like, and like what age what age were you when you were like yo i'm surprised i'm this age like i made it through yeah.
2: 21
0: yeah, yeah. Yep. same oh, yeah. yo same see because i've been i've just been like taking this consensus a lot of black people do not believe that they're gonna make it past i think mine yeah mine was definitely 21 first was 18 and then was twenty I d I didn't think I would make it past eighteen. Then when I was at eighteen, I'm like, ah, well, we'll see if we'll make it past to twenty one.
2: Yeah, but then it was like twenty-five. I was like, sheesh, making it from twenty one to twenty five
1: was a miracle in and of itself. Like right you know, Yeah. You know? And at this but point At that point I
0: was just I was just living, you know, I I'm just right. I'm just living. So At this
1: point I'm not gonna say I never I mean, there was never any time after twenty five I felt like I wouldn't make it to thirty. So right. I mean that that's pretty much gone. Right. But um
0: that's, but I feel like that's a built on your own merit, like knowing yourself and, and while you're growing up, you don't have that you're still there's still so much uncertainty.
1: Yeah, and it's also like I mean just being in a position where I mean now being married is also being um responsible for another person and two um like this, this is just a lot more shit I'm responsible for now. there's a lot, a lot of shit right. held on to because of me now, you know what I mean so right. I have to be here. Before, like before 21, you ain't really got to be here. You don't really know your own meaning before that time. But as that that meaning starts to develop and you start having to have responsibilities and have responsibilities over other people, then that idea has adapted and changed to a place where you have to be here, no matter what, no matter how you feel. Um, So yeah, I had literally put in gun crime Detroit 2021. Um, first story I get is in Detroit, it's an unfortunate one. Second one I get is this is last seventy two hours, gun violence archive, New York, Bronx, East 149th, and third Ave. Damn. What the um, fuck? And then I see with Homicides Rising, Cities Brace for a Violent Summer, New York I'm just I'm I'm confused. <laughs> like I I don't understand how the, like all this just jumped to New York. I don't know if we're super surprised that it's new york or or what i'm just saying this in relation to it being said that new york is has some of the strictest gun laws and it's true but somehow they keep um showing up life
0: uh uh finds a way
1: well it's interesting
2: uh i was i was listening to a youtuber who was talking um about like uh, chicago recently and they were saying like how is it that the feds have not gotten involved in chicago yet like if this was any other American, like this would never happen in New York. We had 110 shootings in one weekend in New York City. It would never be allowed to happen. So like, why hasn't the FBI gotten involved under a federal consent decree? And why aren't they? Why aren't they in Chicago? Basically, uh, locking up all these. Um, I think like what was it last week? Someone got shot 64 times in front of the prison in Chicago. How many cooking? times? 64. So he walked out of Cook County and he hugged his grandma, and then next thing you know, yo, 64 shots to the body.
1: God damn.
2: Yeah, outside of a jail. So it's just it's just like how how was this how was this happening? That's insane. You know, like man. you said, right? These guns are not we know these guns are not being manufactured in these places. These guns are being shipped in, they're getting in and they're and they're getting into the hands of all the wrong people. So it's just like, you know, strict gun laws don't don't save lives in urban neighborhoods.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, why the FBI is not getting involved? You're not going to see <laughs> Bruce Wayne and Batman in the same place.
1: Nah, but that's uh that's really, really And extreme. if you do, uh the Batman is actually Alfred. So Or it's Dick.
0: Just, just <laughs> or Clayface. <laughs> that's funny. For my eye.
1: But um But yeah, I mean that was uh that's pretty much what I had for today. I mean I had the just I mean, even just talking about crime and, and protecting and protecting black people, um, in this case, uh protecting us in terms of perspective, because black and prime black on black crime mm-hmm. attacks us in terms of perspective right after um right after physically. Uh what are you guys' thoughts? Um, well, let's say moving towards the present. What do you guys think about there being an Asian hate bill to protect to protect the Asians, but there's no bill that protects people of color
2: well you know here's the, here's the most interesting thing right if we just fast forward if we look at the last like twenty twenty until now right the the pandemic we had george floyd and uh during the midst of the everything and George Floyd, like I said earlier, was one of the largest uh global uh movements right talking about um police brutality uh these shootings that have been going on. And we have to ask ourselves at the aftermath of that what what did we get out of that, right? I mean, so <clears throat> the George Floyd anti lynching bill has still has not been signed by Congress. Uh, so, perceivably, I mean, what did we get? We we got Congress kneeling down in kente cloth.
0: Oh yeah, that's, that's, I mean,
2: and we got what we got about that. Did you not
0: appreciate?
2: We, we <laughs> got the, we got we, we liberated the Anjima bottle. I mean. <laughs> And we got some George Floyd statues all around. so, so again, right? We need substance over symbolism. I don't, I, you know, it it seems that after everything that we have, we are we're only left with uh, some symbolic uh, tokens of uh, of appreciation, if you will. Uh, while again, right? And, and this is not to sound inconsiderate, you know, inconsiderate. Uh, but Asian Americans in this country, furthermore, for, for the I, I don't, I don't even know if I want to use the term experience uh, hardship. Or oppression, right? They, you know, There's no evidence of that, uh, that Asian Americans in this country have been oppressed. What they've experienced is discrimination in the last year uh, due to COVID. Uh, but since then, as we can see, uh, the presidency has been far more receptive and responsive to uh, Asian hate than they have to uh, centuries of black discrimination in this country. So for me, it's troubling.
1: Well, I mean, I will say, I mean, I'm not going to agree with the part where, I mean, and you're saying that they've only just dealt with discrimination for a year. They've, discri- they've dealt with discrimination for, for decades, but it is definitely heightened in this time during COVID. Well, and none I, of that I, I takes just... away from the fact that we have been, that we as people of color have dealt with this shit for much longer at a heightened degree. So well, well again, my my point was very good. I said oppression, right?
2: So I said Asians have not dealt with oppression in this country to any significant degree. The other thing is that is um yes, I mean every group has experienced hate, right? In, in this country, at some point in time or the other. But um again, if we're talking about in the last let's say twenty or thirty or even so forth years, I mean we're not going back to um. Uh, the Japanese internment, we're talking specifically about, right, what, what sparked the pushing of this bill. And the pushing of this bill is very clearly uh, the COVID discrimination in the last year or so. Uh, but again, right, we're talking about, I mean, if, we're, if I, 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 let me say this, I always feel like we're doing a disservice to any ethnic group when we try to compare our, our experiences, right? Um, we should deal with everyone's experience in itself, right? Don't try to compare the Holocaust to slavery. Don't try to compare Jewish hate to to, to Asian hate, right? We're doing everyone a disservice. But what I am saying is that, right, obviously, no other ethnic group has been oppressed the way African people in this country have, right? So what I'm saying is, the fact of the matter is that Joe Biden and the rest of the Congress that signed the anti-Asian group, they passed the bill with almost, what is it, 99 to 1 opposition, and again, why hasn't the George Floyd
1: anti-lynching bill been signed? And let's not forget to mention that's not the only one either. There's been many, many, many um, bills of the anti of the anti-lynching bill. Um, yeah. The uh, the Emmett Till bill is another bill that was just put forth and still hasn't been signed
2: as well. Uh, you know, um, and let's not forget the not the Asians are not the only group that had a bill signed for them. There was also a transgender uh, protection uh, rights act that was that was also passed. Right. Um, so again, right? This is not to take from anyone's experience, but again when we look at it comparatively, you know, we can't say that those who are fighting for like sexual, you know, uh representation have experienced the same as that of, you know, African diaspora.
1: This it's a it's a it is slippery slope to go down, uh where I feel like inevitably we have we start having to compare, we start having to kind of look at each other like you didn't suffer like I did and so on and so forth. But I think that, like you said, it should, every 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 people's issues should be dealt with individually and be given the proper care versus just trying to throw a blanket over an issue and say that it's not there, which is what I feel like has been... The situation with people of color for the longest
2: right, absolutely i mean and again it's like right like no that's 100 percent true but i think the problem is right is like how are the how are the people who have been oppressed let's say arguably the longest how are they going to look at that and say well wow wait a minute right we didn't get anything and you know all it took for your for your group was to experience right like you know a monicum of oppression and you got a bill passed. Right. So it sends a very dangerous message to to the people. Right. And, um, again, this is, this is continuing like to build on the trauma that, that trauma that we, we experience here.
0: I mean, I look at it like this cause you know, y'all, they got that bill passed. Great. Now I hope I'll see you at the next time we're trying to pass our bill yeah. because you know, I'm not here to hate on whatever you got. Good for you. But if that was, if you went through that and shit, all right, so then you should be all all for what we're trying to get. Well,
2: 100%. Because... Uh, 100%. And I, unfortunately, I, and, I, and that was one of the criticisms that I had. As a group, and I'm not talking about, right, I can't speak for every individual. Of course, there are agents who show up and show which to Black Lives Matter protests, but that's not, that's not where the work stops and starts, right?
0: Right, and of course they you know, they were doing protests in Asian countries as well. So
2: countries and things like that,
0: right. It goes way but
2: it goes way deeper than that. And I think it's about being vocal. And I think that the other thing is too, right? We, we just comparatively we we have seen like okay if you're gonna reap the benefit of like the civil rights banner, the civil rights movement and all of these things that came before you, you owe it to the people who fought, right, to at least be vocal and to align yourself with, with their struggle if you're going to piggyback and reap the benefit of their struggle. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Right. Like what I think my favorite uh sign was at like the women's march and then this black woman had up a sign that I said that said, I hope to see all you ladies at the next uh the, the... <laughs> <laughs> the next like BLM march or whatever. BLM. Right, right. Yeah. I, I I I like that because she's it's exactly right. Because everybody wants right. to fight. For, everybody wants to fight for something until it's not like about them yeah, or somebody yeah, that, they know, like, you
2: know. It goes back to that old uh, Holocaust um, saying. I forget who was the right. author of it, where he said like, "Oh, first they came for the you know the Protestants. Yeah, and but I, I wasn't I was a yeah. Protestant, right? So, so I didn't speak yeah. up. And then you know finally they came for the for the for the Jew, uh, the Gypsies, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Gypsy. And then finally they came for right the Jews, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't Jewish. And then finally they came for me, and there was no one left to speak up. For. Right." Yeah, oh so.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
1: uh if you ask my clan boys might <laughs> disagree. Well, um I mean I think that we, we covered we definitely covered a lot in um in this episode. I think there's definitely been uh it'll be a learning experience for people who are listening, even just thought provoking thought provoking at, at, at the minimum. Um, oh, are there any? Also,
0: let oh, were you? about... To, I'm sorry, were you about to do final thoughts?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Can I, I? I'm sorry I interrupted, but since I'm here, can I do my final thought?
1: I mean, we're here now. Yeah, I guess so. Um, train doors open.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Police help! <laughs> um, no. So, <laughs> I I was just gonna say, um. I I can only speak for myself here, but in these final thoughts, these are things that I'm thinking of now. These are, you know, ideas that I have now. Um, I am not subject to just have one thought for the rest of my life. I may change my feelings on this, you know, certain, certain, yeah, yeah, certain, some of these things I don't think I ever will, but, you know, other things, yeah, so don't sit here and just be like, "Oh, this is this is ignorance in its highest." Level. But nah, man, we we learn and we grow. Um, you know, also black people are uh, black people as a whole are not a monolith, so we can't also we also can't look at it like that. That's a that's a phrase that I've heard recently mm-hmm. that I really um I really like. I don't know, I forgot. i was looking for where I couldn't find it that I I, I really enjoy because it. We aren't. We aren't one thing. We are a conglomerate. We are a. We are a body. So, keep that in mind too.
1: That is it. All right. I mean, you got a final thought on this, Yosef?
2: Tune in yes. next week. Uh, we're going to be discussing only fans. Uh, <laughs> I'm
1: gonna drop my link in the description. <laughs> Put code uh, no ledge to get a five percent off. <laughs>
2: Um. No. uh Final thoughts. No. I mean, it's, I think we we discussed a lot. It's been a good episode. But uh I think look, I, I think fundamentally we need to just like we need to keep focus, right? uh And the focus is like what are we really fighting for, right? You know, and I think the goal is like not to show up and show out for a couple months, um, you know, have our voices heard, march in the streets, and then we go back to business as usual until the next George Floyd, you know, God forbid, happens. Um, but you know, it's 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 to, to keep on our 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 political representatives, our senators, our congressmen, because they represent us. You know what I mean? And we don't we don't want ultimately we don't want um, all this to be in vain. You know what I'm saying? But we need to continue the discussion around you know uh, eliminating eliminating narratives that that are false and myths myths that are in the black community that are that are not real. You know. Well,
1: um. On my end, I'm going to piggyback on consistency, but to also go back to, um, partially what we said earlier, just in reference to old folks, you're at the age where you can check the old folks, (laughs) you live long enough, you live long enough to have your own set of unique experiences that you don't have to let somebody who's referring to information 20, 30 years ago, try to hold over your head at this point, you know, better also, and when they say some fake bullshit to you, let 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 Granddaddy know what's what. What's really uh, what's really cooking in the streets? If you
0: have the um, time, it's not it's not your. You got the
1: time because you yeah. know what. At the, end of the day it is not your responsibility. Yeah, it's not. That's what I was gonna say. It's not your everybody. responsibility. You know, it's not your responsibility. But if you got there. the time, Google works well. Yeah, Information is free ninety nine. Right. <laughs> There's a difference between people who care to, who care to learn and people who care to debate. Care to debate? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah but with that said uh thank you for tuning into the Lord's podcast for this episode um again as always you are black owned business please let us know we will feature you on the podcast uh and yeah i I mean i got some i got some business i mean always you never told me about this
0: opportunity yeah yeah, i got i got some i got some business y'all come check me out uh i'll be performing places uh check out my ig shane art comedy i'd be doing stand-up and shit um, I'm funnier when the conversation isn't about <laughs> such a deep to- topics uh or I'm not being held to, you know, be deep on a podcast. I'm uh and I'm uh, we also start I'm also starting my own podcast with my man Kenny so look out for that Shane art comedy. All, all right, right, all, right yeah. all
1: right.
0: Fucking wise guy, huh? <laughs>
1: Fucking boy. <movie>. I mean <laughs> In terms of um, I don't know. I mean, the soap is popping off. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got right now. I don't really have a whole customer base now that I've moved, but um, I mean, anything that I do is always going to be featured here. And uh, you know, always feel free to hit us up on Knowledge Podcast at uh, at IG Knowledge Podcast and Twitter Knowledge Podcast and Gmail. If you have relationship questions, we will always answer them to the best of our ability on air. And yeah. Signing off.
2: Signing off. King Yost. Peace. Mother Santis, Mother
1: Santis, Mother Santis. <laughs>